Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is a Dude Studios production. And hey, I'm the Dude. Bartender Podcast. It's good to see you guys. Sorry I took last weekend off. I just needed a break. You know how it is sometimes. I mean, I've got one of those uh, essential jobs, but and I didn't forget about you guys. I just... Has this whole quarantine thing brought you down a little bit where you're just attached to the couch? That was me over the weekend. I just... Uh, or during most of last weekend, the weekend. I just couldn't get the energy to get up and do the important things uh, but I'm back now everything's cool you can call me the dude or you can call me Anthony however you choose to get to know me so let's get uh, get back into business here and let's start off with the drink special people what do you say this drink special uh, comes from the spruceeats.com this is uh, one of their top 10 tequila uh, shots in honor of Cinco de Mayo. I'm recording this on Cinco, on Cinco de Mayo. Viva Mexico, I guess is what you're supposed to say. Uh, uh, this is a tequila shot. It's called El Baucho. And it's described as this. Inspired by the sangria, the chaser for El Baucho takes a completely different route. It does require a bit more work, but it's worth it. For this shooter, you'll need to blend up a mix of pineapple juice, cilantro, and a mint to create a green chaser that resembles a fresh kale smoothie. Add jalapeno, pour a straight tequila shot, and enjoy. Now, uh, that the important part of that drink is the chaser. So uh, you pour one shot of tequila, and then you use your blender, if, uh, if it's not broken this week, to combine all of that, all those ingredients, the pineapple juice, the cilantro, and the mint to create the green chaser uh, with a little bit of jalapeno, probably just for a little bit of flavor. Uh, and, uh, you know, try it out. I mean, it's a good change from uh, just chasing it with beer, isn't it? You uh, take your tequila shot, you uh, flap like a duck for a few seconds, and then you uh, take your chaser, whatever it may be, whether it's juice or another beer. Yeah, uh, change it up a little bit. Do something a little bit classy. Uh, get one of your customers to try it out. I want to know uh, what they think of it. Uh, if you get a customer that is completely cool with giving their review of that drink, I want to hear that review. So email me, dude, at heybartenderpodcast.com. And don't forget to check out the website, www.heybartenderpodcast.com. I post all the new episodes there. I've got some uh, swag on sale for there. And, you know, just a whole bunch of, uh, the site is slowly growing. So, you know, I'm, cause I'm slowly getting into this. I'm 80 something episodes into Hey Bartender podcast. And I still feel like I'm growing because Chris Hardwick is way in the thousand, you know, past way past the thousand. 
and I'm not sure I can keep up, uh, catch up with them, but you know, I feel like I'm growing. So anyway, I've been hearing about the whole quarantine starting to, the rules are starting to loosen up. Some businesses are looking forward to getting, uh, open again, getting back to normal business. Uh, like some restaurants, I guess around here where I live, uh, they're going to open up and allow 25% capacity which that sucks for some of the uh, restaurants out there because they're kind of small and they're going to still have their servers and bartenders wear a mask while serving the customers and probably wear gloves too, hand sanitizer, probably at each table. I don't know, but uh, you know, it's going to be refreshing for some of you guys. I'm pretty sure to get, be able to get back out, be able to see your friends without worrying about getting in trouble or pulled over at curfew or something like that. We're not 18 anymore. That's basically the whole feeling. But, uh, you know, the being social thing, uh, it all brought into mind. Uh, I was talking to my friend Shannon the other day, and she uh, basically laid it out to me. She go, how are people dating nowadays? Is it all on the internet? Now, Shannon's a little bit, uh, a little bit older than me, and, you know, internet dating, I'm a Gen Xer. And internet dating's been around for a while. I've tried uh, a couple different uh, outlets, meeting people on MySpace, meeting uh, people from Facebook, uh, tried a couple of the dating apps. Uh, and I came to the conclusion a, a little bit ago that uh, online dating isn't for me, at least not where I live. Uh, but she was sitting there wondering, how are people dating? Now, this got me thinking. Uh, you know, dating online versus dating in bars. Now, both uh, both are ways to meet people. A lot of people do online dating, and but you do majority of your meet and greets at a bar. I mean, uh, or a restaurant or coffee house. And so, what do you do? And I told her I have no idea because I don't have much of a life. I uh, have tried to reach out to uh, various people on various social media uh, just to say hi, mostly friends. I don't introduce myself as a stranger uh, to people I you know because I don't know who they are and they don't know who I am. And most people have their Facebook set up so that if they don't know you, the uh, your message doesn't get through. So it, so for some of you people out there who have messaged somebody, that was suggested to you uh, to be friends on Facebook. If they don't message you back, odds are that's the reason why. Don't uh, think that they're being stuck up or an asshole. Just uh, they probably have their uh, uh, have a security set up so that they don't get random messages from random people all the time, especially those weird people that try to sell you uh, things like dietary supplements and stuff like that. Those are fucking annoying. But her big question is, okay, I get the idea that they are meeting each other on online somehow, uh, whether it's a dating app or what. But how are they meeting? And where do they go? And I told her, I honestly don't know. Now, uh, online dating uh, is probably a better way to go because uh you you don't have uh the influence of alcohol in your system to uh influence your decisions on whether or not this person's good or not 
but uh, being in a bar can loosen you up to be a little bit more open-minded. Now, uh, you know, the dating world, uh, sometimes it can be a little scary out there. I do understand that. And I encourage everybody to go out, meet people, date, get to know each other. But, you know, still practice a little bit of caution every now and then because uh, bad things can happen. But I don't want to concentrate on the bad things. I just want to know the inner works right now. That's all I want to talk about. So let's compare uh, online dating versus meeting somebody at a bar. Now, okay, online dating, you have a selection. You can go through all these pictures and think, oh, they're cute. Or, wow, they're really good looking. Holy shit, how did the camera not break when that picture was taken? Is that, that looks like a basement. Are they in a basement? Yeah. Uh, and the whole idea, catfishing and uh, hat fishing, that stuff uh, is a relatively new term to me. And I don't know how long it's been around. I'm Like I said, I'm a Gen Xer. I'm a little bit behind the times. But uh, when you online date, sure, you send out a message. If they message you back, it's almost like winning the lottery sometimes. Because I'm sure some of the... People out there, men and women alike, get inundated with messages and they kind of have to sift through them. Like, okay, this person says that they like long walks on the beach, they uh, like drinking, they like walking and going hiking, fishing. Okay, they sound all right. This person says, I have six kids and uh, need help taking care uh, care of them. Okay, a little scary, but it does happen. Some, and, but I, I mean, I've gotten into situations like that where I start talking to this, uh, this nice looking lady. I have no problems whatsoever, uh, that, uh, woman that I'm interested in had, has kids that's never bothered me. But when their opening line is first thing I need to know is if, uh, I need to know before we go on a date is if you are able to take care of me and my children. Okay, a little early to be talking about that, in my opinion, uh, but that's just my opinion. That's the dude's opinion. This reflects on nothing, uh, but that's, before we go on a first date, you want me to be able to prove that I can financially s- stabilize, and I, yes, I said that right, That and it's a true story. I got this when I was on a dating app. I have to be able to financially stabilize her and her kids before we go on a date. Can't we just figure out if we like each other first? That would be awesome. I mean, and uh, some people are looking for marriage right on, uh, right out on the bat. It's looking for someone to marry. Now, I have no problem with that. Men and women alike are doing it. Uh, but, you know, marriage is a groovy thing. Uh, uh, I mean, I'm 43 years old and I haven't been married yet to, you know, so, but I do, uh, encourage the institution of marriage, but you got to get to know each other first. You can't, you can't look at the person and say on your first date and say, is this person the person I'm going to marry or am I wasting my time? You're already wasting your own time because you're sifting through these people and you're not getting to know each other. You sure if they uh, do agree to marry you right out the bat, and you do get married, and what happens when, uh, if, when or if the marriage fails, 
and then uh and then you realize you just wasted a couple of years and then th- there goes the finger pointing is and you know men suck uh, women are women suck you know, the people just pointing fingers right and left and as your bartender this is your bartender speaking you just move too fast i mean whatever happened to just plain dating just go out every once in a while, catch a movie, have some dinner, sit and talk. Uh, if it happens to turn into a sexual relationship, bonus points for both parties. It better be for both parties. But um, but uh, when you're in a bar situation, and it's you know, it probably feels like that you have to operate a little bit quicker because everybody, men and women alike, do not try to peg this towards one particular group men and women are like kind of get a little bit on the desperate side and go into the bar i've seen both men and women do it it happens all the time there's been times where uh this new person walks into the bar and this per uh, and a regular is all over them they they just all of a sudden cling to them and uh, won't let him go. And, you know, maybe the guy or girl sits back and thinks, uh, well, they seem nice. They seem like they have a great personality. Well, let's talk a little bit. And, uh, you know, and where it goes from there is up to two consenting adults. Let's say that at least in this bartender's opinion, it should be between two consenting adults. Sometimes things go a little bit South, but, uh, well, that's a little bit too depressing. Let's not talk about that right now. And, you know, people do tend to get to know each other uh, at a bar just because they're face-to-face. They're smiling at each other. And sometimes, yes, you are not meeting the actual person. You are meeting their representative, just like Chris Rock used to say in one of his stand-up shows. In a bar, you are meeting their representative just because sometimes everybody puts on a different facade when they go into the bar. Just, uh, or even... uh, going to a bar, going to a club, even strip clubs. Uh, let's, I mean, uh, strip clubs, guys, I'm, I'm going to, uh, I don't know what happens in the, uh, the female clubs, but, uh, as guys going into a strip club, we maybe dress a little bit nicer or dress a little bit higher than what we are and try to act like a big shot in front of the dancers. And just so we can get more attention or something like that. And, in the bar, regular bar situation, bar restaurant situation, that can be the uh, main focus too. Yeah, sure. You, you work all day. You're, uh, uh, you're, let's say, like one customer I had, he was a house painter, and you know there were times where he came in at lunch, and I'd see him with paint on his face, on his uh, clothes. But then as soon, uh, but then when he went home, he changed, showered. And then he would put on uh, a really nice shirt and really nice slacks and then come in looking like that. And to me, that's kind of a Jekyll and Hyde sort of thing. Sure, his personality might be the same, but the advertisement, the billboard, the picture is, uh, isn't matching up with what he was uh, just earlier that afternoon. That's what I'm trying to say. But even in, uh, even most of the time, some people uh, just want to be somebody else, whether it's online 
or if it's in a bar situation, is it because we don't like who we are? Is it because of what we're embarrassed of who we are? Is it because we're afraid that people won't like us for who we are? It's probably all of the above, but, uh, that's kind of the fun of it sometimes. I mean, sure. There, there are games there. I know there are women out there that, uh, constantly are saying they hate guys that are game players and uh but uh from this is from the male point of view uh one of these days i'll get a uh, female on here and we'll discuss this situation uh, uh and get her point of view also um because on a guy's uh in from the guy's point of view we uh we do enjoy the game uh, uh, there's a little bit of a chase in it. We have to try to convince them that the word to talk to us, to look at us. And, uh, some guys out there take it a little bit too far and they have only two things in mind. Now I say two things because some of us want to do it more than once, but they, they have that ultimate goal that, uh, is not the long game. They just want to, uh, get the point and get out. Wow, I made a sports reference. I usually don't do that. Anyway, but then it kind of ruins it for the other guys, the guys who are looking for the long-term relationship because some uh, some of the women that I've seen in my bar had had their heart broken tragically way too much, and they don't trust anybody anymore, and rightly so in some cases, but then they're closed off from all the guys out there. And so, uh, what was it? I was on uh, TikTok uh, just recently, and I saw more than one woman use the soundbite of, if he's a nice guy, he's an asshole. Well, that's not fair. I mean, come on. It, it, you're singling out every single guy in this world. What if he truly is a nice guy? Now, that's, that's tough, to, uh, tough to say, I mean, we as guys ha- all have our moments, but uh, you know, one of the things when I was uh, when I was bartending is that a lot of women admitted to me they liked coming into my bar because they didn't feel like threatened. They didn't feel like that I was uh, picking up on them or uh, some or, or being oh, advancing towards them. In and I. Uh, said, well, I really need to up my game because I have been advancing towards you, but uh, I'm res- I'm respectful. I try to be at least. and Because uh, there were some women out there that uh, I would talk to, smile with, joke around with, and I'm not sure they knew that I was interested. And But according to my friend Shannon, there was tons of women out there that were advancing towards me, and I had no clue that they were interested. And I'm, that's just because I... I'm a nerd, I guess, but you know, um, it's, you know, women saying that if he's a nice guy, then he's probably an asshole. That's like, like I said, that's kind of unfair because there are tons of nice guys out there who aren't even getting a chance and all because that one guy that drove the nice car had the slick back hair, the nice suit, uh, you know, got got to the uh got to a point where he was satisfied or unsatisfied and just ditched her. We those guys are assholes. But the nice guys who sit and talk uh and joke around, 
most of the time end up in the friend zone and you know that uh it's a little unfair and it's like one of those damn ro- romantic comedies where all of a sudden uh the girl realizes that the uh the man that she man of her dreams the man who treats her the way she wants to be treated has been there the whole time and then she goes running into his arms as the music swells at the end of the movie yeah i'm about to get a cavity from how sweet that sounded but i'm not saying that happens but hey it might um personally i've never seen it happen but uh both on social media and in the bar you do run the risk that you're meeting a representative of that person. Sure, the person says that they're into sports, they're into fishing, but they might not be into it on the level that you are. I mean, if I I can sit back and you know uh, watch a football game, but I can't do it every Sunday. It, it, it I just can't. I'm I'm not into sports. I don't pretend to know anything about sports, and I'm always been up front and honest say, you know, to somebody that I might be dating and say, you know what, uh, I appreciate the fact that you uh, are a huge Packers fan, but I don't know shit about football. And, or, or uh, you know, or whatever. You know, uh, it's, and that's how you got to try to get past you. That's why you got to get to know each other, Okay. They like sports. On what level? Is it an obsession? Am I going to walk into their house and see mirrors that say 49ers all over the place? Am I going to wake up the next morning and see that she's wearing a uh, Dallas Cowboy jersey? And, you know, you got to, you got to, that's why you got to date. You got to find out about these things. You just can't set out the rules and say, there it is. Because then you're setting yourself up to fail. Guys and girls, both of you. Pay attention. Write that down, in fact. As bartenders and servers, we run into that sort of thing all the time. Uh, some, t- you know, because everybody, uh, it was it was once told to me by a veteran bartender. She said that um, male bartenders are either considered uh, a womanizer or they're gay. And female bartenders, they're just automatically considered a slut. Um and that's unfortunate. Uh, it really is. But uh, as bartenders and servers, we are the entertainment. We are there to uh, entertain, occupy the people, take them out of their own world for a few minutes, and uh, you know, and try to help them meet other people. Uh, you know, make sure that they're meeting the right people. It's because let's it, let's admit it. If you meet a nice person that uh, just enjoys the occasional beer, you wouldn't want to hook them up with somebody that does crack. Yeah. I mean, bartenders, servers, agree with me on that, please. Please agree with me on that. Anyway, people, on Wednesday's show, I usually cut it short. So last call, people. Last call for alcohol. Uh, as usual, got to thank Laura Hope and the Arctones for letting me use their song as their my theme song. Uh, really appreciate it. Um, I, a couple things that I want to uh, remind you of this Saturday, I will be posting an interview with former waitress, former bartender, currently exotic dancer traveling Car- Carson Crawford. Uh, she and I talk about, 
dance, uh, what's like being in the clubs, her days as a bartender, her days as a server. You'll really enjoy the show. She was really awesome to talk to, uh, along with musical guest Delta Sleep. So you'll want to catch up uh, when you want to catch up with Hey Bartender podcast. You'll want to catch that show. Um, as usual, guys, if you want to be on the show, if you want to have your music played on the show, uh, just remember, email me, dude at heybartenderpodcast.com. I'd love to get your bartending serving stories on my show and, uh, love, I love promoting independent music. So anyway, until the next show, ladies and gentlemen, I got to say my usual thing. Lots of love, lots of sex, lots of happiness. And remember... Don't take any shit from anyone. Good night. Hey, bartender! <laughs> I, I think I need another drink! What do you mean it's let's go?